If you're over 40 and want to be the best version of yourself, Fit Over 40 with Coach Clarence is here to help. Clarence Ferguson is a seasoned loan officer, fitness expert, personal chef and entrepreneur who leads a revolution of men and women who want to live their best life going into middle age. Inspiring dialogue, challenging topics, and industry leaders are here offering tips and how-tos to improve your life. Now, here's Coach Clarence. Welcome back, everybody. This is Fit Over 40 with Coach Clarence. I'm your host, Coach Clarence, and I have a returning champion. <gasps> Tara Hitchcock oh is gosh. in the building. I'm so excited to be asked <laughs> back because the last time I was here, you said sometimes we have guests who after 15 minutes, we're like, we're done. We're, yeah, I was, sometimes I'm done in five minutes. It's just <laughs> in my head. Clarence I'm just going them. through the, the procedures. <laughs> So what has been going on since we saw you last? Coach Clarence, I have got the travel bug. The oh, travel boy. bug um, post-COVID, during COVID. So I've done a couple trips. That's been exciting. Uh-huh. I hit Iceland. Iceland? What is that like? Oh, I always Coach picture Clarence. Iceland like a big block of ice and there's Eskimos wow. and people Jeez, just... you're way off. But that's really? right. there, it, it, it is cold. There, okay. And there is some ice. It's, okay. in fact, the land of fire and ice. So it just so happened the minute they opened the vaccinated U.S. tourists, I went ahead, got vaccinated, booked my flight. And two days after I booked my flight to Iceland, a volcano decides to erupt. <laughs> and so right when I landed and got my negative COVID test at the airport, went right over to that volcano and spent five hours hiking with two guys that I bumped into from the Netherlands because it was not marked in any way, shape, or form. I had nothing on GPS, and I was fortunate to bump into two random guys who let me kind of tail them as we hiked in sleet, snow, and about 40-mile-an-hour winds. And I kept thinking, gosh, all the video I've seen of this volcano, like everybody's hiking to it. I, I know I'll bump into people and just follow them. Now I know why it were basically the three of us hiking to the volcano in Iceland. So what is that like? Can you reserve people to hike with you, or did you just randomly bump into these people? I randomly hey. bumped into them. I mean, you can hike on your own, obviously, and I really did. I had no idea where I was going, and unlike here in Arizona where everything's marked and there's a trail and you see people, I just got there on a day where the weather was horrific, so there literally was nobody there. There's no sign saying, hey, volcano, this way. <laughs> I mean, I kind of knew where I was going, but honestly, had I not seen hey, these two guys, I would have been in trouble. <laughs> Yeah. Don't go too far to the right or Don't you may not far. make it. <laughs> well, Iceland's an island, so I knew it wasn't toward the water. I got to go the opposite way. But these guys had it all mapped out on their GPS. Were they I locals just, or were they No, they, they, it was interesting because uh, this whole travel thing is interesting. And for anybody listening who is thinking about, okay, now travel's opening up. Where do I go? Where do I take my kids? Now we're dying to go somewhere. Here's the two things um, that I have to tell you. A, If it's a foreign country, Google the country and find out what their requirements are. For example, Iceland required me to bring my vaccination card, and I had to show that thing upon arrival. I had to get tested for COVID again. I had to show my vaccination card every hotel and restaurant I went into. Fast forward to a few weeks ago, my husband and I went to Bonaire, which is down kind of off the coast of Venezuela, one of the ABC islands near Aruba. They almost laughed at me when I showed them my vaccination card. They could care less. All they wanted to know was, A, am I negative? B, how long ago did I have that test? And C, I also needed an antigen test that I wouldn't have known about had I not Googled Bonaire. What do I need to enter your country? So everybody's different. That's interesting. And I just recommend, I saw a lot of people at the airport in Miami, you know, they're waiting in this long line to check in for an international flight. They're, They're asked for forms. They they look confused like what forms they were supposed to have gone onto that country's website and register and so the country can track them and every country is different so wherever you're going and to me this is a great time to travel that's me 
because people, you know, again, I'm trying to beat the crowds. Like, it's going to yeah, get crazy. Prices crazy are already yeah. being jacked up. But anyway, my point is do a little bit of research, get registered. It's very safe, in my opinion, to travel on an airplane and also in countries. Even in, I mean, I, I felt like I had Iceland to myself and I felt like we had Bon Air to ourselves because it's just not crowded. People are still getting there. I Hit had to actually Google that. I was like, where is Bon Air? A lot of people Sounds like know. a car, a Bon Air. <laughs> Oh, like a Tiny one of those island. old cars that people drive, the gas guzzlers. <laughs> <laughs> now, was this for work or is this just fun? Um, it's always for, well, I always turn it into work because I bring my microphone wherever I go and I just shoot stuff for fun, but it's all, it, both for fun. I was watching an interview you were doing and you guys were making fun of one of the guests who was overdressed. It was, uh, I think it was the last one you posted. And, I'm trying to uh, think of which that was, uh, one of the guests. Um, it was the last guy, last one you did, I think, and he was... Of all the actors you had, you had like, it looked like the Hollywood Squares. There was four of you on there. And one of the guys was overdressed and everybody was making fun of him. And he was kind of like, well, okay, well, I thought it was an interview, so I dressed up. Well, I'm kind of excited. There are rumors that we're going to start doing these in person again. In fact, it's Ooh. funny because one of the big movies, and I know you're a big movie guy. Did you see A Quiet Place, the first one? Yes. Did you like it? Yes. Okay, I think the second one is... I already saw the trailers. I think the second one's going to be way better. You're going to love it. But it's weird because my interviews have been airing this week on Channel 3 and also at Harkins. And those interviews were done March of 2020. That was the last in-person movie junket I ever did. And that was right when Talk of COVID started. It was March 6th. Uh, I actually had a friend who decided not to go to New York because it was she's from Seattle and they had those um, those incidents at the nursing homes in Seattle. So she was just all around concerned. And we get there and they said no shaking hands, no hugging, no selfies. <laughs> that would be I, a perfect world for me. Just, well, <laughs> you're, you're no not touching, shaking I, hands, no hugging. Like, I've got just a leave friend who's nervous to see people again. He's really <laughs> right. enjoyed having right. Me a long I'm time. one of those people. This yeah. has been kind of cool. Like, do we have oh, to start stop. touching people? Again? Come on, can <laughs> Seriously? you imagine you and I doing this via Zoom? No, it wouldn't exactly. be as much fun. Yeah. You, you love all of us giving you hugs when you come in here. What are you talking about? I participate quietly. You wouldn't be able to dress oh. like this? Like nobody would care? You have this like three-piece zoot suit on. <laughs> you keep saying zoot suit. Well, I'm that's because Robin ass. called it. I was like, that's that exactly. is stuck it's in the mo- 80s. Mo- no, no, no. I said a modern day zoot suit. And I'm going to bust you before you move on. You went on my social media and beat me up because I wasn't giving you hugs. Did I say so, that? Yes, you did. Oh, so I can go that's back. Pro- that's fake news. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, that's right. fake news. And it comes right from, okay, so who had your phone? <laughs> who had your Facebook page up? I don't know. Because you're the one that busted me on Facebook going, why are you giving everybody else hugs? You don't give me hugs. Did I say that? Yes, you did. Were that's why we do hugs in the studio something. now. That's why we do hugs. There must that's have been right. something else going on. Oh, I'm not. I'm not that. touching that, my Scorpio brother. That's right. Yeah, we're Scorpios. How this are you how doing, by the way? You know, what, is, I, what, what have you been up to since I saw you? Know, I come in here every week and try to figure out what the hell's going on with the world. <laughs> <laughs> it's just every week there's something new, a new twist. Um, no, I'm good. I'm just enjoying life and meeting a lot of cool people and making connections. What's been your highlight since I saw you last? Your highlight has been what? My a grandson. New grandson. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, he's two months old now, and I got to visit him. And, man, I just realized how small he was and how old I am. And he looks like we make fun of um, uh, my son's wife because 
he looks like me and, and him and has her hair because, you know, both of us don't have any hair. <laughs> and he's got a full head of hair. And he's just he's like perfect. I wish I had his life. He just gets fed. He poops on himself. <laughs> Someone's there to take care you of. You don't want to be poop on yourself. You know, if I can have somebody, trust me, you, you okay. want to delegate as much as you can in life. You can change this pamper and Ew. I can just get fed all the time. <laughs> What's he going to call you? So are you? Uh, I'm Papa. We agreed okay, to Papa. Papa. Yeah. I like it. I didn't like Grandpa. Yeah. I was like, that's a little too much. Yeah. So. Yeah. For Grandpa. me, it was Poppy and Jaji. I had a yeah. Polish grandfather who was Jaji, <laughs> and my uh, Irish Scottish grandpa was Poppy. Yeah. So that's it. Just I actually, I'm really happy that things are kind of getting. And I'm doing air quotes. You guys can see somewhat back to normal. Yeah. I went to a guest who was on Tony's Realtor. Went to his birthday party, and it was like the first weekend that Scottsdale sort of opened back up, and it's the same shenanigans. They just like they didn't lose a beat. Yep. They're right back to the same drunk, crazy people doing stuff. It'll be interesting to see what sticks and what doesn't. We went to the first Lakers-Suns game, and that was my first you know, I event. I saw that. <laughs> and I was very curious. Do we need masks? We did need masks, obviously, and people were able to take it off when they ate or they drank. But I got to tell you, I'm looking around thinking, this looks like it's almost at capacity, and there are a ton of people not wearing masks. And I think I, the Suns should, fans should just wear masks because they're there as Suns fans. You know, it had nothing <laughs> to do with COVID. Just we're there rooting for I the wrong team. I forgot you're a Lakers fan. <laughs> it's all right. I've got friends who are Lakers I don't fans. care if the Lakers lose every other game after the Suns as long as they beat the Suns. I, I could care less. They don't they look the great. I mean, they you're, you're, they're playing bad, and I'm, I'm a fan. They're playing terrible. They should have won both games. Well, we have our Kings, so too. So that's but, something to be afraid of because if someone whatever. figures that out, out. We'll see Thursday. They'll okay. be back home. We'll see Thursday. I mean, I don't really care. I don't get a check if the Lakers win, so who cares? <laughs> I don't even know why people get so upset. Are you getting paid when they win? No, you just get to brag. Okay, so here's a eat. question not to change subjects. This is a fun question. When was the last time you were so invested in a team that when they lost, you genuinely couldn't be around people? Because, like, for me, it was the Cardinals. I'm still not 100% over that Super Bowl loss to Pittsburgh. Um, but for you, but, but to me, sports nowadays, you can't even really get behind a team because players come and go so often. That's right. Free agency messes everything up. Right. But for you, what was the last time you were so invested that a loss was truly devastating? Okay, I'll tell you a true story. I went to the Cowboys-Cardinals game a couple years ago when they played. I had a hat on, a shirt. I'm invested in bought a hat. I had an Emmett, uh, not Emmett, uh, Tony Dorsett mm-hmm. Oh, jersey, I remember him, yeah. Which was expensive. But this is, I'll give you an example of how pissed I was. And we're sitting there, and we had been tailgating all morning, so we're trash. You know, we're drinking, and, you know, we're sitting in the stands. There was like 10 fights between the Cowboys and Cardinal <laughs> fans, and we got blew away. And I threw my hat in the crowd. I threw a Tony <gasps> Dorsett oh. jersey, which is probably worth 500 bucks right now. And I threw it off, and I walked out of there. I had nothing but a wife beater on. Can I say that? Is that bad to say wife beater? It's probably Tank not top. politically correct. It's but pro- well, sh- that's all right. Welcome to Fit Over yeah. 40. We're, we're a work in progress. But we all know what it is. <laughs> we grow from our mistakes. Okay, I had a tank top on. And that's what I walked in. I was very invested, and I've never forgiven them. What did you learn from that, though? Somebody else got a Tony Dorset. Like, What was your takeaway, Coach Clarence? My takeaway was... Just don't be invested. Don't that throw much. your Tony Dorsett no, yeah, jersey Yeah, because I can't even find it anymore. I was pissed. Somebody <laughs> don't came up. strip. And to it was probably a Cardinals fan who knew it was cool. It's like, <laughs> right. oh, I got a Tony Dorsett shirt. So anyway, that was my last time I was really yeah. that invested because things happen. People get hurt. Right. I mean, you can't be that invested because you're not getting paid at the end right. of the day. Now, if I was, you know, maybe a shareholder or something, and there was money involved, then maybe. But now, I mean, you have your favorites, but they lose. What are you going to do? Yeah, I agree. You know, I mean, and be, and truth be told, I would like to see the Suns win something. 
I not would the Cardinals. Too. The Suns, I, I would because there have been a lot of great players on the Suns that I like. So I would, if they want, I'd be happy. I wouldn't like some Lakers fans would go commit suicide or whatever. You know, some people are very invested. Not me, right? Unless I start getting checks or something, then I might be a little different. What I love about it is, and Laura can relate to this because Laura used to work at Channel Three. This this I, this reminds me of all the fun we had during playoffs in 2010, and all the fun we had just when they had great seasons with Steve Nash there. And I remember being in San oh, Antonio. Yeah, I enjoyed it then. It was Charles so Barkley. This is, yes, so this is a throwback to those great days of just we're in the playoffs and it's fun to go. And so it's kind of been nice to see this energetic younger team. Uh, take over, even though I still don't know half the players and I get confused and I know half of them are probably gone next year. I don't know. <laughs> Coaches are gone. It's not what, the same. So um, being there's, I haven't been to a game since COVID, obviously. What was it like, though? Do you have to check great. in? Do they take uh, your temperature? What are they doing? No temperature, but everything's <clears throat> on. So what happens is you get your tickets and they send them to you via text, so you just hold up your phone. Okay. They, so that there's nothing sense. really exchanged. Everything's kind of uh, contactless again when you get food and all that stuff. It was very seamless, to be honest with you. I, th- I was impressed with how it was handled. I hadn't been to a Suns game in a while. The arena's beautiful. They've got this these huge screens. I don't remember. It's been that long. Is the gorilla still running? Yeah, oh, yeah the gorilla was <laughs> Does there. Does he have yeah. a mask on? Well, it was weird, too. <laughs> or, the over his mask? <laughs> they had not. Remember the Phoenix Suns dancers? Now it's like the Phoenix Suns Entertainment Organization or whatever. <laughs> they're becoming more politically correct. I don't know what it the was. Phoenix not Suns the Phoenix Suns female. Right. Seriously? Future... Yeah, it was like the entertainment group, or I, you know, yeah. where I'm like, oh, where, I guess those are the dancers with new uniforms. What were they wearing? I'm just curious. Uh, you know what's <laughs> sad? I can't even tell you. Gloves and masks. Yeah, Gloves and masks. That actually yeah. would have been hilarious if they had had Phoenix Suns hazmat right. suits. To me, that would have been brilliant. Exactly. Um, no, they were in cute outfits or whatever. But it, you know, I'm so used to the Suns dancers and what they were wearing. I was bummed that you know they're not on the court. There's a lot of and what was really, really odd is the what players. What do they do at halftime then? Um, the entertainment's up on kind of this uh, section in the stands that's risen. What or uh, why am I, I can't think of the word? Like a platform, like a riser, like a big giant TV. Yes, that's like off to the world. side and up. So you got to kind of look up and go, oh, there they are over in that corner. You know, but they're up on a platform. Um, but it's funny to see the players again. You watch these guys play; they're all over each other. <laughs> if they're going to get COVID, they're going to get COVID from each other. Right. But when they sit down, they have this little spacer in between them. It's so retarded. That somehow is effective. <laughs> right? Because they're going to go. Whoa! Oh, they just spit all right over, here. drooled on their buddy <laughs> right. as they pummeled him to the ground. <laughs> no. But yeah, it's it's again. I feel like this. We're just figuring out. We're we're making well, it, it up. It seemed as we like go, there was a lot of people out. there. It was pa- it was pretty yeah. crowded. Yeah. Yeah. Not a capacity intentionally, but it, it doesn't felt appear packed. that way. They're really good with the camera work to make mm-hmm. it appear like there's a ton of people, and it's better than yeah. their fake fans that are always smiling <laughs> even when they're losing. <laughs> okay, but secretly, didn't you kind of want to turn your picture in so they could turn you into one? No, of those fake fans? I did not want to be at the Sun Stadium on a I picture. Would. That would be hell for me. That would be screenshotted forever. That would have been amazing. <laughs> Look and how happy you know we, we could sit you next to like a, a Tony Dorsett. Like a, a cardboard cutout. We could have had a mock fight between cardboard cutouts. Yeah, I would have a Bring fight because I was pissed that game. Ugh. Might work good for an alibi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was at the game. Yep. There's my cutout. <laughs> so what movies are you excited about? Oh, my gosh. So many movies. So just this weekend alone, we've got A Quiet Place Part 2. Part 2. Which is incredible. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. But I, But it is a film. If you have not seen the first one, you really need to see the first one. You will... You will be fine seeing the second one. It just won't resonate like it should. And you're doing yourself an injustice if you don't see the first first. 
uh, Cruella Emma Stone, who grew up here in the Valley. Yeah. She is awesome in this movie with Emma Thompson. It's a little bit long, I'll Does say that. Does she get really evil like the real Cruella? You know who's... I well, I would argue Emma Thompson's character you is like as evil original? or more so okay. um, as the Baroness. And it's basically a big fashion war between the two. But I but I enjoyed it, and I think, uh, I think you'll enjoy it as well. But then the next few weeks, we've got In the Heights, the Lin-Manuel Miranda... Broadway musical turned movie, which I was not expecting much from and really didn't care much about, loved it. And and that's another thing. you got to see this in theaters. Go with your friends. You'll be dancing, you singing. You brought that up last time. <gasps> Have you noticed that so theater good. sales, it went back up? Oh, yeah. 100%. Really? Oh, absolutely. And I'll bet once Fast 9 comes out. Oh, I'll go see that, yeah. So that's I had friends that screened that, and they say it is over the top, the biggest of, I, you know, even if it's ridiculous, you got John Cena. Yeah. Just the trailer alone is yeah. insane. So It's, it's always ridiculous. You're always sitting there going, this is not really happening. That can't happen. That's Doesn't me. Matter. I'm like, no way he didn't get in there and have fun yeah oh well they're always entertaining the last one with the rock and uh idris alba playing the bad guy they're always entertaining yeah you you can't go wrong all of them i think one there was one that wasn't really good the one they were drifting i didn't really care for that one. Oh, tokyo drift yeah that was drifting (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) people do drift though people People do drift. drift yeah so um being a person who, you know, you're reviewing movies, what do you think about the whole Netflix, Hulu, Prime, Amazon Prime? What do you think of that? I am a fan of having options, but you will never convince me really. I can count on one hand the number of things I'd rather see sitting on my couch than on a big screen in terms of movies. Um, I think what's nice, Netflix just did it with Army of the Dead, the Dave Batista movie, which I also really enjoyed. What they did was, and to me, this is the right thing to do just because I'm such a fan of the theaters and obviously Harkins theaters in particular. To me, there's no better chain in the entire country. I love those theaters and their popcorn and everything about them. <laughs> but so Army of the Dead, which just started streaming on Netflix this past weekend, yeah. it opened in theaters a week or two beforehand. So, okay. and that's so they a gave movie. Both. Yeah, exactly. So that, and in the past, you usually had kind of that 90 day window before it went to video on demand and now that window has shrunk 90 days feels like an eternity now if i were to you know to watch something but let's say i didn't want to go to the movies and i wanted to see it i had to wait three months to see it now you know hbo is this is what i don't understand i don't love what hbo max has done where they they put them out in theaters the same day it's also available on hbo max although there was a movie i'm spacing on the um Oh my gosh, why am I spacing on which one it was? There was a movie that opened on HBO Max the same day it came out in theaters and people opted to go to the theaters. And it was kind of a hands-down people opted to go to the theaters to see it, which shows me clearly people miss that experience. I mean, they just... It's just, and plus you get distracted. I, even Army of the Dead, which I had to screen on my computer, I, you know, I got distracted that I had to go answer some emails. That It's not the same no. at all. So uh, while I love having, you know, Hulu and Netflix and all of that, I'm hoping that as we progress, people will realize, you know what, let's, let's take this Netflix Army of the Dead, stick it in theaters for a couple weeks, and then if you want to see it on Netflix, it's there. What do they care? They're making a fortune. Like, right. Netflix isn't losing no. anything. They're, they're no. killing it. Hmm. Whereas some of the movie studios have really been hurting and the movie theaters have really been hurting. So I, I would love to help out theaters more by giving them more of a window, which I think we'll get back to. Are you way. noticing that theaters are offering incentives? Because, you know, a, a bucket of popcorn is like taking out a mortgage when you go to the, <laughs> to the movies. 
I think I, I, that's actually a good question. I know in Harkin's case, they have been doing everything they can to stay afloat, whether it's curbside popcorn or offering, you know, the option to rent out some theaters and even for gamers to rent out a theater and do your own kind of gaming. What a great idea for birthday oh, parties. Oh, yeah, you can do networking events. Yeah. They've been doing that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, but, when they start doing booze and bringing the food to you was a big thing, too. Right. Because that's a great experience. I actually like, I like to go to uh, Espinage for that. But you're going to get mad at me. I don't really, they've been hurting so badly. I don't, I, I, I don't mind paying for my tickets and for my popcorn because they've been hurting. And I would, I, you know, it, it's one of the um, a local chef here. She's, she's a rock star, Charlene Badman over at F&B. She posted something months ago that really hit me hard because I'm the person, you know, when I work with charities, I'm notorious for, hey, Mark Darbell, can you donate a dinner for four? Can you do that? You know, I'm always calling my buddies to donate, donate, donate. And she posted one day, I'm going to, I don't want to quote her because she said it so much better, but basically she said, listen, I, we have no problem donating. We've been doing that all of our lives, but we have been hanging on by a thread. So when, when I get a phone call, can you donate a dinner for six? It hurts my heart and it's almost a slap in my face. And I remember thinking, God, that, that is, that is a great point. I mean, I, so it really changed my perspective. I feel like movie theaters, I'm not going to. Even though technically I could probably get in for free, I have no issues paying for my tickets and popcorn. They've been hurting. So to answer your question about incentives, I think what they have done is find creative ways to use their theaters, you know, especially that aren't at capacity or that when they're not showing movies. But I think now that things start ramping up, I mean, they still have the loyalty cups, still $2. Right. That's not going down anytime soon. But I don't think it should. I think now's our chance. It's part of the movie. It's an experience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's and like I if you go out to pricey. a fancy dinner. You yeah. could obviously go home and make that for a lot cheaper. But it's the experience. And when the weight right. on you, you know, the food is good, you know. So that's fine. That's yeah. part of going to the movie. We all complain, but we go, you know. We go. And it's just, it's just again, it's, it's hard to top seeing a great movie. And actually, A Quiet Place Part 2, I don't think they're even showing it anywhere except theaters. Some, some studios. Ooh, smart. And some, they, they, they insist that you see it in a theater. Yeah. And it, it's so worth it. So last time we talked, we talked about uh, Coming to America 2. What did you think? Eh. Didn't like it. It was okay. How do you top the first? You right, and I you both can't agreed. Top the, you can't top the first. You can't top the first. Yeah. yeah. What about uh, Godzilla versus King Kong, what did you think? That was surprisingly fun. I actually, uh, it, huh? and I am not a monster person at all. And again, another mo- that might have been the movie that I was talking about that HBO Max released the same day. Right. on. Yep. That was the one that everybody wanted to go see in the theater. I think that was, in fact, the one I was referring to. Um, I thought it was kind of great. <laughs> and I, I mean, it's a little hokey. There are a couple characters that I couldn't have cared less about. Right. Brian Tyree Henry, who was a great actor. <laughs> He was almost too sticky for me and, you know, kind of comic relief where he didn't, you know, need to be there. But um, and, and then Aza Gonzalez served mo- no purpose at all to me except looking hot. <laughs> That's his real point. That was her You're point. in the movie to look hot. For she the looks great. <laughs> She's awesome, but didn't need to be there. Yeah. I didn't really dig the girl with King Kong. I thought that was just stupid. <gasps> How like do that. you not? She was my favorite part. I was so annoyed with that. Because well, he's like this big Kylie, tough guy, but he likes the little girl. I was like, yeah. Because she couldn't communicate. And he, they understood each other. They had a, what are you rolling your eyes it at was me hokey. for? You heartless it was man. Hokey. <laughs> I like Godzilla Dorset, better. throwing man. I like Godzilla better. At least Godzilla was in character. He was there to destroy stuff and beat up King Kong. King Kong had a soft spot for the little girl, and you didn't buy it? Come on, dude. That's just like Frankenstein and the little girl. Come on now. That's pedophilia. Oh, come on now. (laughs) They they always throw that in there some way. No. I didn't like it. That was the only thing I was like, yeah, I saw that. I said, they're going to make it hokey. And then King Kong's going to be too weak. And, you know, him and Godzilla end up being friends. And I'm like, this doesn't even make sense. (laughs) But, But you don't like corny. 
Women I like don't. corny. I know. They do. And more men need to get on board with corny. With being corny? Yes. Women <laughs> laugh at it. They you like it. They think it's sweet. You should not give relationship advice. Stop this. Ooh. Men should not be corny. Why? <laughs> because you'll go, he was corny. No, 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 no. It's endearing. <sighs> to be it's corny? A, to, to me, it's a Are hell sure of a lot better look Are you sure that's the right word? Than, like, have him having a soft side, I could get. Like, he's vulnerable. a big, tough guy. Vulnerable, vulnerable. Might be a better word yeah, than corny. corny is like, I see a guy at the a bar with a cigarette, and he's wearing a 70s shirt. Yeah, although, cheesy. Stop it. Um, this is not from the <laughs> 70s. Um, although the 70s were cool, so I would wear something from the 70s. But you kind that's of what my today. idea of corny is. Like, a guy right. who says something like, ooh, what's your sign? That's corny. Or that's cheesy. That's why I hear. Or cheesy. Yeah, yeah, it's the same thing as corny. Vulnerable, I get that. You should be vulnerable. This is just a word game here, wordplay, mm, because semantics. Of, yeah, because we're from different generations, and that yes. happens. You know, different words. <laughs> Wait a minute. What are you saying? I'm old? No, yes, no, no. Yes, she no, is. I'm just not. being nice about um, it. No, I'm not. I'm just in, saying. In that, Laura's day, that, that was called chivalry. Shut up, <laughs> God, man. We don't do that anymore. Get to the point. You like me or not? Are we going home? What are I am doing? so going to bring in the pool noodles <laughs> so she can whack you with it. <laughs> I mean, it's true. Things have changed. So yeah. Okay, let me explain my comment. In the old movie, the original, I hated how him liking the girl got him killed. That's right. my point. He could have stayed in the jungle and ruled the jungle, and they brought him here, and he loved the girl, and they used that to lure him. So I just have that. That's You geeky. see it as weakness, and you don't <laughs> like weakness because you're not a weak guy anyway. No, I don't have a problem. Weakness is probably the wrong word. Being he, they exploited that he liked the girl in the original. There was, there's no girl in it. It was the right. little girl. And that was used against him because now if Godzilla does something to the little girl, now he's so focused on that that he's distracted. I understand. Yes. Yeah. Still think you're heartless, but I understand. No, I'm, 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 kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Hey, I root for Jason. I do have a heart. I want Jason to win once in a while. That guy can outwalk anybody. He should at least get a victory. <laughs> so, um, all right. So that was a big movie, though. I, yeah. I brought up um, that one, and obviously Eddie Murphy. I I thought it was corny, and that's when I used the word corny because there were some parts that were silly. Yeah. But I mean. Seeing some of the characters come back, it was kind of funny. Well, I, Randy Watson. <clears throat> oh, yeah, Randy Watson. I love Watson Randy the Watson, the preacher. I mean, there are some great, you can't not have that. I still like the McDowell's and the fact yes. that, Lou, uh, what, what's the comedian? Uh, that Louis he, Armstrong? Yeah. No, no, Louis no, Armstrong? No, uh, uh, he, was, he was on the fries, and he talked about moving from the fries to making Oh, John hammer. Amos, the dad? Not, no, that was, he owned it. But he was the he was the only and the funny thing he was the only white person in the movie. It was uh, and they had Louis, to put is it Louis Armstrong? Louis something. Louis Anderson. Yeah, Louis Anderson okay. is now managing the yes. <laughs> McDowell's, right? I thought that was great. Just yeah. the fact that he was doing a commercial and he was like, They have McShakes and we have Mc, McFlurries, we have the Mc something, whatever he said. It was just hilarious. I thought that I thought stuff was, was funny. Yeah. Yeah, I recommend that regardless just because it's Eddie Murphy and Arsenio. Yeah. And just seeing and, them know, again in some of the cast. Funny. Yeah. I, everyone's raving about um, the one character that uh, uh, who was the he was playing the warlord that was against. Oh, uh, Wesley Snipes. I thought his character now corny is a good word for his yeah, character. I thought that was dumb. All the dancing and you know, I yeah. just thought that was stupid. But whatever. I agree. I actually have you seen it? I haven't. I liked him in that movie though, where he saved all the people on the plane. Passenger Fifty Seven is so old. Because it was in, there was there was like what do you call that captions on the screen? There was no. <laughs> it was a silent film. Passenger Fifty Seven. No, it was like fifteen years ago. <laughs> oh, it was he was ago? fabulous. Fabulous. He's a good action star. 
He, he saved is. He the is. World. But that was. But you're the right. Worst. Watching him dance, you're like, eh, okay. Just, it was just corny. Like yeah. every time he went to say something, they had to do. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> they obviously sat around and thought, "This is funny to us, right. so let's just do it." You know, I'm sure. I'm sure some of the. I actually like the outtakes. I thought that was good. They should. Okay, let me let me ask you a question, Tyler Perry. Do you like his movies? Do you find those movies funny? I don't get it. I I love him as a person. I love what he's done. He's an amazing human being. But those movies. I, and, and part of me is like, is it because I'm white? Like, do I not get the humor? But I feel like I'm fit, I'm pretty together with some of the humor from different cultures. But yet I look at his movies and not, to me it's almost, it, it's almost embarrassing because they're so he, dumb. He, he's playing to certain stereotypes. Does that bother you or no? It's, some of it's funny. I like him in better, some other movies he's done where there's like a little social message. But the Medea stuff, not okay. really. It's just yeah. over the top. Okay. But he's playing to a stereotype of... The big mama of the neighborhood, and so, but he just takes over. Hey, but it made him a lot of money. He made him obviously, a ton of money. Yeah, it works for him, but it's a little annoying. You know, it's just like he's playing to a certain stereotype. I just didn't like it. See, but to I, me, if I'm you, them. that would offend me. But I don't know. Okay, so you're not offended? No, okay. I'm not offended. It's just like okay, the first one, the second one, then Medea does Halloween. Medea does Christmas. Medea. Yeah. I'm like, okay, it's overkill. Although I'll tell you a quick, funny Tyler Perry story. So I had to do the uh, interviews for this. It was a terrible movie. It's called I think it was called Fall from Grace. It was one of those uh, sort of dramas. Well, and- he's a detective. Was that you know what's sad? I don't even remember who he played in it. I just know it was his movie. All I remember is he his favorite place for barbecue in the entire United States <laughs> is Little Miss Barbecue here in Arizona. So I actually called them. I, I never check on luggage. So somehow in my carry-on, I fit an entire thing of ribs, barbecue sauce that wasn't, you know, that was small enough that it didn't surpass the size of what I could take in a carry-on. I smelled like barbecue and I landed. They froze it for me so I could give it to him. He was so excited when I handed him this big, huge thing of barbecue ribs, and he was thrilled. He's the nicest guy. I just I, He's got a great story. I mean, he took himself from being a homeless story. guy to yeah. building that studio and the money he's made. And he's also launched a lot back. of actors, yep. which is you know really cool. That's what you're supposed to do. I think when you get a lot of money, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Use it to empower other people. So I, I like Tyler Perry. I um, do, too. I like more of his action movies, and then I've liked some of the movies he's done. Like Gone where, Girl, he's in some of these. Uh, was it Gone Girl? Where he was um, uh, with Ben Affleck, and he was in that. He was just in. Yeah, he's in some great oh. action movies that I really like. Right. And he's um, he's done some movies that have like, more of a social conscious where he's not playing Medea. Right. Medea's, but, but Medea was a culture movie that people bought into. But a lot of people from the culture are like, yeah, okay, that's old, that's corny. Right. So that's corny. Right. All right, we're going to take a break really quick, and we'll be back with Terry Hitchcock. Fit Over 40 with Coach Clarence. We'll be back right after this. Clarence Ferguson is a mortgage professional and loan officer in Arizona, passionate about closing deals, education, and helping you reach your goals. He specializes in first-time homebuyers, FHA, VA, and strategy-based financing, using a strategy-based approach to finding solutions. You can start the process to home ownership or wanting to see what financing options you may have concerning your financial goals. Just go to ClarenceFergusonHomes.com. That's ClarenceFergusonHomes.com. Women all over come to Savvy to style their lives. From the way they look and how they feel, to the way they serve and empower others, to how they design their day. They do it all with Savvy, and you can too. 
We empower the artist in everyone. We believe you are the designer of your life, the author of your reality, the creator of your world. And we provide you with a way to style a life you truly desire. One of beauty, passion, community, and impact. So whether you shop our store and experience our style, or join our community of savvypreneurs who are on a mission to bring together and empower people around the globe, we welcome you. Now, get your style on. Offering three types of style, fit, luxe, and everyday. Savvy, we empower you to style your world. The way you look, the way you work, the life you create for you and your family, and the people you create with. Go to Savvy.com slash Coach C-E-E. That's S-A-V-V-I dot com, Coach C-E-E. And when you check out, use Coach C-E-E. And now, back to Fit Over 40. Here's your host, Coach Clarence. All right, so last time... I know we're going there. Yes. We're going Last there. Last time you were here, you brought up the fact that you had cellulite. And before I ask my question, this was a great topic because there are a lot of women who look at a person based on how they look and assume that they don't have cellulite. Yep. Um, men and women have cellulite, both men and women. Trust me, I, I work out a lifetime. You'd be surprised what you see in the locker room. Um, so... I start getting all these messages. How dare her say she has cellulite? And then I start seeing pictures, which was really fascinating. Um, some of the women who were showing me, this is what cellulite looks like. Like, I didn't need all that. <laughs> Take your word for it or whatever. So what do you say to those women out there who say, there's no way you have cellulite? I say you haven't seen me naked. And when you've seen me naked and say, and you know what's funny? I, I don't mind cellulite. I mean, I don't mind it really at all. And but- most guys don't. So that wasn't my issue. The subject came up, we were talking about health. And for the past couple years, I turned 50 a year ago. But about three years ago, I got Lyme disease. And I have had a series of, I was very fortunate, caught it almost immediately. But my side effects have been skin related. So I've had random skin things happen that I, and I, and I was pretty fortunate. I've never had acne. I never had to deal with much of that. And, la- and for the past several years, it's almost as if my legs, I, the best way to describe it is they feel, they look inflamed to me. There's more sure. cellulite than there should be. It's all on the fronts of my legs. It's not just, on, I mean, trust me, I've got it on my butt, my backs of my legs. It's when it started seeping into other parts of my body that it's, it, what, it's not normal. And I, and I am convinced that part of it is hormonal, part of it is, so that's how it came up. Believe me, I can't stand it. I've got friends who are like, I'm fat. And I'm like, oh my God, if I hear them say that one more time, I'm going to lose my mind. And you see them and they look phenomenal. And But I, I promise I'm being objective. And I, and I pulled some pictures just to show Laura, because I know Laura. And then ultimately, because I, I right after I did the thing with you, I started, you know, because I've been researching, like, what am I doing wrong? I need Clearly, I need to work out. Strength training, maybe that will tone the legs. I was trying a ton of, cut out the vodka crayons. That might help. <laughs> doing all of this stuff. And nothing was working. I just... I, I had this, you know, it's that typical, you know, you turn 50, you got menopause, you're, you got weight gain, you got brain fog. I've read all this stuff. I know I'm not alone in this. But this thing, this inflammation almost, I'm like, I know I can figure out what's going on. So I started, and I'm not great at it, and I have yet to hit ketosis, <laughs> but I started the whole keto thing okay. and a little intermittent fasting thing, yes. which I thought there's no way in hell that's ever going to work for me because I'm so used to getting up at 5.30, I have coffee, I have Ezekiel bread and peanut butter and almond butter, and 
now I've got a little bit of a system, and I'm not kidding you, within two weeks, I saw a difference already. Now, I'm not great at it, and I went on vacation with my husband, and clearly, you know, you and, and I guess on keto, you're supposed to never cheat ever. Well, that didn't happen. <laughs> but I'm telling you, I'm down a good, and it's not because I feel like I need to lose the weight. It's just the inflammation that is driving me nuts. It's like puffiness. It's like, yeah. uh, like you look at the legs, they're sausage legs, but yet I'm fairly athletic, and I, that's the best way to describe it. And I promise you, those of you listening who are like, she's not, you know, trust me when I say, and again, I'll show Laura so she can go, yep, she's right. <laughs> she's got it. Uh, I don't want anyone to think that I walk around. It doesn't ruin my day. It's just something that I'd really love to figure out. Well, I will tell you something you can try, and it Uh-oh. doesn't require a lot. It's called an um, elimination diet. It's the oldest thing in the book. Okay. What you do is you take something that you commonly eat, and then you remove it. So you got to be really good at taking notes. Right. Most people are allergic to things, and a lot of times we think of allergies as like, oh, I'm breaking out. A lot of allergies are very subtle. It causes inflammation. It causes extra long soreness. It causes like bruises to last longer. That that's, that's versions me. of yeah. being. But so what you do is you start removing a food. You got to do it for like a week or two and go. Okay, I stopped just using eggs because a lot of people are actually allergic to eggs and they don't even know it. They hate to hear that because they love eggs, but it's true. It's one of the bigger ones. They take them out and then they go, Wow, you know, I'm not sore as much. Or broccoli is another big one. Which broccoli is a health food. Yeah. You know, you hear, but some people are allergic to nightshade vegetables like that. There are different things that everybody's like. Or you could go get a blood test, which is the easiest thing to do. And that's what I did. So I actually say, did do that. This. Yep, yeah. I did that. Which is also fascinating about keto because I think that's one reason um, where I got my blood work done. He's like, this might work for you based on what you're allergic to. Right. And the fact that, you know, I had lived so long with, I can't eat cheese, I can't eat bacon. Oh my God, I'm eating cheese and bacon every day. It's amazing to me. Like, I'm like, this, <laughs> bacon how did I is not amazing. know about this? <laughs> I mean, bacon for breakfast, lunch, and dinner practically. <laughs> I'm drinking bacon. I'm like, how do how did I not know? And I've lost. And again, I know it's not well, for again, everybody, it's... but for my whatever, I'm allergic to random things like cucumbers and, sure, and like see, random stuff. What I was saying, a lot of people don't realize what they're allergic to. It's worth the money to yeah, find out. I think so what's too. Holding you back. A so lot of people see the there. price and go, "Oh, that's expensive," and it is expensive because it's not something that's covered by insurance. That's right. another show because uh, they're not into preventive stuff. But, Which is a shame. You're right. right. So get the test and find out what you're learning. And you'll be surprised how quick you start losing weight. You feel better. It's worth the money, yeah. in my opinion. Because usually when I have someone who's really struggling with weight loss and they're doing everything right, I usually go there next. It's either hormones or you're eating something that's deemed healthy to the general public, but it's not really working for you. Because we're right. all different. We all come from different regions and different places. So, so all those women who think you're f- making it up, well, we just Well, here, real out. quick, Laura, just come here so I can have somebody vouch for me. So just, <laughs> again, this is only for you. I, I promise to your She's viewers, getting naked, folks. Thank God there's no video. Not, okay, <laughs> so this is, this is the back. That's the back. Okay. That's, it's, that's it's a normal amount, right? That, I'm not completely oh, For the record, what's a normal amount just for my audience? It's, it's their cellulite. I mean, it goes all the way down. It's not just my butt. most See, women would like zero cellulite. No, Laura, vouch for me. It goes down <laughs> to my knees. But we're forgetting about the most important thing here. See? The most important thing Her is... personality. No, 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 no. 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 You're even missing the big one here. Why do other women feel the need to attack another woman based oh, on that's appearances? that's a whole show. Right? That's a whole show. Why women do are women haters do... against other women. You know, guys but... are catty. Most guys are like, yeah, I got a little, I'm a little chubby. Yeah, you're a chubby. Maybe we move on. Women are like, ooh, look at her feet. Look at her shoes. Did she I do that? Where'd she buy that dress? I don't do that, like, though, wow. because I think women should empower other women. They and, don't. And it's just really sad that someone would attack her based on, I mean, she's a beautiful woman, for Christ's sake. 
appreciate oh, the beauty. You know what though? I don't mind. I, I will. I'll defend the viewers or the listeners that called in because I, I get it. I don't love it either when you hear a woman kind of. And I don't. I don't feel like I was griping. I feel like that on our last podcast. I was just telling you about something super frustrating as I get older. And I felt like a lot of people could probably relate to that. But believe me, I understand when you hear someone that you think. Trust me, I know cellulite, and they're bitching about cellulite. That would drive me a little bit nuts too. But Robin, to your point, I also agree. I, what I, what fascinated me, and Laura can vouch for this. When I hosted Good Morning Arizona, I used to get comments all the time about how crappy I looked, my mm-hmm. hair. It never bothered me because I was very aware I didn't look my best. What <laughs> was fascinating to me was. I can't imagine watching TV, because I have done it. I've watched TV, and I've looked at a woman, and I'm like, oh, my God, she looks terrible. Or where, who thought to tell her that dress looked okay? I can't imagine taking that to the next step, writing the email to the station, calling People the station. People will do that. Yeah, That's amazing. Apparently, my Zoot Suit's going to get some <laughs> negative comments. Thanks, Robin. Well, the Zoot Suit's awesome. Yeah. But real quick, because I don't want to lose track of this yeah. for all your listeners. Laura, I showed you the fronts of my legs. Do you see what I'm talking about? She, she's never Thank prepared. You. Mike's not even on. I do, but you know... It's well, not brutal. It's not no, awful, but it's definitely inflammation. But you have a little bit. I mean, yeah, you can see that you have a little bit, and it's all the way down to my knees. Everybody has a little bit. I've seen guys. Yes. I mean, it's just. But in my opinion, for the amount I exercise, it's not the right. It's there's something else going on in my body to me that's causing this. That's what I'm out to fact find. Again, I can totally deal with cellulite. Doesn't stress me out. I don't lose sleep over it. But this health cr- crisis that I think our country is in. And the fact that as women, I do believe we have it a lot harder than you guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have to yep. constantly balance our hormones, and nobody seems to understand us because they don't see it. And, you know, everyone oh, jokes about it. that time, but, the, well, you we see it. We hear it, too. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't, you don't know what it feels like to feel like you're not yourself at all, and you know it's not, like, there's something in your body I'm that's not. I'm just laughing because I think of those commercials in the 80s where the two women are walking down the beach, and the one <laughs> says, do you, you just don't feel fresh, do you? <laughs> the other lady says, that would no. be Easy. Don't, right, yeah. I don't feel fresh. I know why, and here's what I need to do about it. This is a whole other thing. This is like we don't know what's happening to us. Somebody explain. Well, yes. let's dispel this whole thing right here because you know you men suffer from PMS too. <laughs> Such true. as, give me an example. Oh my God, do I really? Yeah, give me okay, an example. Okay, you of walked PMS. in just right when I'm you right walked here. in. I'm, the, I'm here for everybody, ladies and gentlemen. When you walked in today, Robin, am I right? Something was a little off. No, yes. it wasn't. I'm fine. You have three it. women that noticed it, and I've only met you once. Yeah, but you guys will notice three different things. Because women will go, here's what women do. Hey, you all right? Yeah, I'm fine. No, you're not. I, yeah, I'm fine. Well, because we can No, tell. you're not. Well, you're wrong. You and then when really, now it becomes a problem because you've asked me three times. Now okay, something is right, wrong. You're nuts. annoying me. <laughs> that's what. Yeah, wrong. you just ticked me off. <laughs> right. No, yeah. I'm fine. I'm, I have a lot going on. Okay, so there it is. is. That's what we But noticed. that's nothing wrong. No, absolutely. I agree I with that. I just was in my head. There you go. Stuff. And like, as I'm sitting here, I'm watching email and different things. Is there I'm anything like, we can help you with? No. <laughs> <laughs> the but doctors you acknowledge that we were actually accurate in saying something no, was wrong. No, nothing was wrong, though. We didn't say necessarily something was we knew, wrong. We, we knew, knew something was, was off. off. Something off was in what off. way? Oh, Jesus. You, you seem yourself. To, yeah. What now was, he sounds like a woman, doesn't this, he? What is Vibrant and smiley and... <laughs> See, right. now, now you guys are comparing me right. to you guys, myself. Awesome. Well, you do. You I'm, sound I'm like normally, a woman Ladies now, and gentlemen, what they're referring to is I normally do a somersault and land in my chair, and I didn't do are, that are today. Are you having a, be- a bad time of no, your month? No. It's just PMS. Every day is good. Do you want to share? <laughs> I have to know. Okay. <laughs> you guys do Free the sharing. Therapy. I don't. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. You're right on But let's, let's, let's talk about that. Here's the problem. The reason people have issues is because health is associated with a body type. Looking. Yeah. 
thin or and that's the thing people will say well she's so thin how can you have and we're not that's not a sign of health being thin just like someone who's and i'm doing air quotes who looks heavier they can be have great blood work be in better shape than the person who's because we used to say skinny fat i'd have women come in yes and i would do their body i don't do body fat anymore by the way which i told a lady she was shocked i said because it's disappointing it's going to go up and down right if you're off it's just going to destroy if i said now you're at 35 percent you know you didn't say you were having menstruating this week or whatever. There's so many things that throw that out. So it, it, it really doesn't matter. So it's, it's just complicated how what people describe as being um, healthy. And there's a lot of times based on looks. You see a guy with a six pack. Oh, he's in. He could be doing cocaine 24 hours a day. You don't right. know. You know, right. so anyway, health well, is not how you look. Not only that, and I agree with you about the scale and it's just a number. To me, I just want to be able to feel good in clothes, not feel bloated all the time, not feel puffy all the time. So, you know, for people listening, be like, oh, I'll bet she weighs X. I'll ask you, what do you think I weigh? And then I'll tell you what I weigh. Because I guarantee you it's higher than what you think I weigh. I am, listen, Laura, what do you I think am I a weigh? veteran. I'm not going to answer that. Yeah, I think, all right, you're 5'7". Five, five, yep. I bet you're about 140. I'm 10 pounds over that. I was going to say 135. And I was going to go 150. Right. I know. So trust me when I say I I got a little bit. I was going to say 110, 105. (laughs) I don't think I was at 110 when I was seven. She's married. Yeah. I know. know, But see how she lightened up a little bit? I know what to say. My point is I know that people can listen and say, oh, she's thin. Is one fifty thin? Maybe I'm not. I, I, I'm not right. stressed about it. I just got a couple fine. pounds to go. I think like, For five seven. Just, yeah, I'm full okay. disclosure. I get life. I got life insurance. I'm considered according to life insurance, not according to their numbers. I am a risk because you know when they had those high weight charts, people weren't working out. So right. if you have more muscle mass on your body, they rate you higher. That's just. I mean, things haven't caught up. So here's a question for you. I was telling you uh, before we started. I've got an interview on Friday. I've got to do a Zoom with a, a YouTube, a podcaster, a great guy. His name's Damon, and he's hosting a new Netflix show called um, I think it's called Fried, Fresh, and Crispy. And he ga- and <laughs> sounds he, delicious. He's African American. Like he's a large guy, and he and he gained this huge following because he started doing movie review or movie reviews food reviews of fast food places in his car and he went viral and he's gosh he's got such personality and he's so fun to watch <laughs> sounds like a great show the Today, whole I mean, show is eating. him eating his way through different cities and everything is fried i wouldn't even argue necessarily fresh and crispy and the whole time i'm watching this as entertaining as it is I'm very stressed for him. Like I'm like now this is he is having everything. someone monitoring his health, like the other guy. I don't know, but I feel like I should ask him that. That's because a I, great question. I, I the whole time like before and maybe he started, it, yep. and then like maybe after a few weeks of that, where he's at health. But in this age of COVID, and especially the African American community, which has been hit harder, and with diabetes, the entire time I'm supposed to watch this fun food show, I am completely stressed over what he's eating and how much he's eating. And I don't know, I want to address it with him because I think it's a valid, you know, are you concerned about how much fried stuff? But man, Clarence, after I started keto and I can't have anything really fried, I'm like, oh my God, this guy's eating everything I'm not supposed to, except the bacon and the cheeseburgers. That looked great. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, am I, would you ask? Am I okay to ask that? Yeah, why not? Why not? Don't say African-American though. Say black. Black. Okay. Yeah, African-American is corny. That's corny. Is that, is that? Yeah, because I'm not African-American. Okay. I've never been to Africa. Black. I'm just black. I'm from LA. I'm you know what's funny that you say that? Because I go back and forth, and I don't know why I go back and forth. 
Because usually on TV I say black. But correct, but just say black. Okay. You're, I'm asking you, a black guy, the, the black community has been hit harder. Are you concerned about your health? Thank you. Which he should that. be, you know. Is he overweight? I've never he seen is. him. He is. He's a big, also, here, I'll get his yeah, he, thing. That would be my concern. Like, But again, we're in the age of likes and clicks and... Right. Uh, you know, the more crazy your thing is, the more people are going to watch. There's a guy who hurts himself every weekend. We all tune in to watch it. Sounds like Jackass. Oh, this sounds, yeah. Jack, how successful was Jackass? Right. Yeah, he's a big guy. We, we want to watch crazy stuff. We're attracted to it. It's like watching a really bad train wreck reality show. Yeah, okay. he's, he's gonna. You're gonna be doing his funeral. <laughs> oh, so, see, I'm worried about him, and he's such a. Fun I would ask him that. Me, I would say, dude, you're big. Are you okay. Sure? Are you check. I would I'm say, just are for you? Him. You. I would say, have you had your health checked? Because remember the guy who did supersize me. Yeah. He actually had his numbers ran, and then he had them at the end, and they were like through the roof. But there was another guy who his argument was, you can eat whatever you want as long as you stay within your calories. So he was eating the same amount of junk food, but he was really smart with his macros, and he didn't gain a pound, but his numbers, like, inside were way off. Like, he had high cholesterol, high blood pressure, but he was showing that you can eat certain foods and lose weight, but here's the cost of it. Yeah. And that was his premise. Well, it's interesting. I do think that this year of COVID has affected me. Maybe had I seen the show a year or so ago and was interviewing him, it wouldn't, have, it wouldn't have been so prevalent. But all I could think about was I am worried about his health. I bet he is getting tons of viewers and every fast food joint in the world is probably trying to sponsor him. Well, I got to tell you, in, in an age where we're trying to watch our health, I wonder if the show's even going to do as well as it might have done a couple years ago when it wasn't so prevalent. We weren't talking about... Will. You do? I think okay. Well, there's a girl who does donuts. That's her whole premise on YouTube. And she's got a million followers. She just goes around and eats random oh donuts. Oh, my God, that's a dream. Would that not be a dream job? Fry, fry bread. Oh, and she just. gosh. People love that. We love to watch destruction as much as we don't <laughs> want to admit it. We do. We're always cheering for the relationship to go sideways on the reality shows. You know, and how many people tuned into the Kardashians? Fat. And that show was a train wreck. But yeah. we all watched. I didn't watch. I mean, I've seen a few shows, but it wasn't my thing. Yeah. Like, because my mom watches the Atlanta Housewives. And one day we were <gasps> over there hanging out. She records it. And I'm sitting there, mom, like, this is so ridiculous. They argue. They fight. They cuss each other out. And they, they have ratings. People yep. tune in to watch it. That is we always true. love a, a car accident. That's the thing. So. It is a shame. I don't know if I, I, I would have hoped it would have changed a little bit by now, but you might be right. I mean, that's why we live in a culture where people who do nothing but post pictures of themselves in bikinis are making a ton of money. Now you stop that. All right. Easy. That's okay. Okay. Now, if they start wearing fully, fully dressed, then we have a problem. <laughs> no. Actually, next week, Robin and um, Laura are going to get in a fist fight, and we're going to record it for ratings and there see how you that go. goes. Are you, you going to be the middleman in I between? I will be the referee, too. No, no, no. You'll be the mud in the middle that we hit. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah, that see? would be good. Yeah, girl fight, right? Girl no, beats no, up no. guys. No, no, no. Beat you like, up. Why do men watch mud wrestling? We love that stuff. Why? It's ex Well, it's perverted on some level, but... On you're, some level? You're, you're fantasizing in your head, if guys are going to be honest, you're the guy in the middle of those two wrestling and it's slippery and there's no real contact. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to admit something here. I'm just here. saying. I'm going to admit something school? here. Yes, yeah, remember in old fine. school, remember the guy who had the heart attack, blue? Dude, I was a wrestler. Blue, boy. I was a wrestler I in the that. 80s. I, I, I was a professional that. wrestler oh for about God, two years. Really? And I was part of the West Coast Division <laughs> where we had to do exhibition matches where we would fight in mud, yep. spaghetti, chili, jello, it. whipped cream. <laughs> the weirdest freaking things that they would put us in the ring for, but it was always bringing the guys in. 
And we had, we had to coach them because they were always trying to pull the, the bathing suits off, first of all, or stick certain things certain places. That, that wasn't going to fly. But the most weirdest thing is um, they're trying to get it on with you, but you're supposed to be kicking their ass without hurting them. You're oh my so God. You're, you're trying to, they're trying to like act like you're strippers. It's like, no, dude, we're professional wrestlers. Be well, careful. if you watch women fight, what do women do? They try to pull each other's hair out. They scratch oh, each yeah. other. Well, that's like, it's the same thing. We're watching that train wreck. We want to see right. who's wearing the wig. You know, that, you ever <laughs> see that girl's fight and that one wig falls off? You're like, oh, my God. That's what you really look like. So, anyway, that it's crazy. That's hilarious. It's crazy. So, what's next for you? Where are you going next? You, you know what this reminds me of? Um, and I hate to say his name because a lot of people hate him, but I thought he was a great journalist, regardless of what he was doing behind the scenes. Matt Lauer had this segment on the show, and it would be, where is Matt Lauer? Right, so where is Tara going to be? The Pacific Northwest. We usually get out of the heat a little bit during the summer. Um, I'm going to see some friends I haven't seen in over a year, little road trip. I am looking for what other countries are opening up to U.S. tourists. I am convinced that just prices are going to skyrocket as they sure. open, so I want to kind of capitalize on that. Um, but again, I'm, I'm waiting for things to start uh, opening up in terms of doing these movie junkets in person. Because I'm sure everybody is. Yeah, yeah, we're all. And I think it's just going to take one studio to go, okay, we're flying you guys in to, to interview these people, and then every other studio will follow. And I think we're just waiting. There's a rumor they're doing the James Bond junket in London in October. Um, I, I'm praying that happens because yeah. that would be a fun one London, to do in yeah. London. Yeah, I love London. What, so what has travel been like um, um, to go to these different places, there, is there someone who's in charge of protocols for you, or do you do your own research? You mean after, since COVID started? Yeah, or? since COVID. You know. Really, just n not really. It's it's on you to just kind of know what the rules are, and that's why you know I emphasize kind of researching where you're going. Um, my sisters, who also like to travel, they just went to the Turks and Caicos. They got a major sale on something there. They didn't realize that that country requires travel insurance, and it's not your own medical insurance. It has to be like wow. this. $10 or $20 thing that you have to get online. Is there a place you won't go? Good question. Uh, not really. So you, would you go to the South Pole to interview like some guy who decided to make that his if home? If it's The Rock, costs? yes. You would go see The Rock If The there. Rock were in the South Pole and invited me to hang with him, I'd go, I'm going down to the South Pole. <laughs> Um, but that's, a, yeah, that, for some reason, the Antarctica thing or the South Pole doesn't interest me as much. Um, but there are so many places. I, I just want the like, world. Like, is there a place you're afraid of? Like, if they say, okay, we're, I don't know, where's some crazy no, place where I, they have martial law or well, you yes, too fast Well, yes, I'm not going to Afghanistan anytime soon. <laughs> but you know what's weird? When I was in Iceland, I went by myself. I didn't go with my husband. He didn't really want to go. He was doing something with the guys, and he was doing a dirt bike thing. And I had so many people go, you're by yourself? You're so brave. And I'm like, it's yeah. not Iraq. It's Iceland. I'm like, why is it brave to get on a plane and go? I was amazed how many people have never really traveled internationally by themselves. Yeah. I'm just so used to it that I couldn't imagine not doing it. And quite frankly, you get a ton more done when you are by yourself. So have you developed like a sixth sense to weird things happening around you when you travel like that? I live a little bit in La La Land. My timing in travel tends to be so good that usually really great things happen to me. Like last time I was in Iceland, I bumped into the president and his son on a hike of, of that country. This time I happened to change my plans a little bit because it was raining in the southwestern part. So I decided to go north. I get there and there are all these camera crews and jib cameras and lights and security guys. And I'm like, oh my God, they're shooting a George Clooney movie. What are they shooting? 
They weren't shooting a movie. What they were shooting was the Oscar performance that was airing on the Oscars for the singer who had performed that song from the Will Ferrell movie that's called Husevik, which is the... So sure enough, my typical Tara good luck, I happened to be there when the singer's there and they're filming it. And so I got to interview her and I'm good friends with the mayor now of Husevik and all that stuff. So where can people find you if they want to follow your adventures? Oh, Coach Clarence. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm updating my website. So okay. If, if you go to Tara on TV, mm-hmm. have fun. You won't be able to find any real videos. They're all going to take you to something that says unavailable. Okay. But in about three weeks, I got a cool company called Vincent helping me out. All right. Shout re- out to Vincent. Yeah, they're redoing it. Oh, it's going to look good. What about Instagram? You on Instagram? I uh, tear on TV on tear Instagram. On TV, yeah. yeah. Okay. You've Same got a Facebook. lot of followers, man. You're I'm famous. not. So not, it's, it's okay. It's, <laughs> so if social media went away tomorrow, I'd be so thrilled. It's a lot of work and it's stressful it's and it's, you feel work. competitive. Who's liking me? Right. <laughs> Where are my likes? I'm 50, you, Coach Clarence. You, I know. I you've got a lot of likes. I was no, on it's, I, I, I shouldn't be, like Robin said, we shouldn't be concerned about likes. We should just go about being ourselves. Gosh, know. now I'm all we're, riled up. We're all, we, we, got, we got a lot of work to do. We close it. We got a lot of work to do. Can <laughs> we I see you in a couple of weeks? Absolutely. Yeah, all right, guys. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Vibrant, aromatic, and silky smooth. Vito Vodka is Vito's vision come to life. Premium wine grapes harvested at the peak of perfection are distilled in small batches to yield a tantalizing sensory experience. Goose Ridge Estate Vineyard is one of Washington State's premier vineyards, producing some of the finest grapes in the United States. The grapes are distilled to make Vito Vodka and come from this remarkable 2,200-acre estate vineyard located on a gently sloped site near the Red Mountain AVA. SunWarrior.com, plant-based proteins and superfood supplements. Raise your vibe, your light, energy, and love. Sun Warrior believes the answers for optimal health are found in nature. Our clean-burning sources of plant-based proteins provide essential BCAAs, branched-chain amino acids, for muscle growth, retention, and energy. Get the benefits from plant proteins that taste amazing and are 100% vegan, no added sugar, gluten-free, and mix easily. For nutrition on the go in a shake or in a protein boost to your favorite smoothies, use my code for a discount, Coach Clarence. Go to sunwarrior.com, discount code Coach Clarence. Thanks for listening to Fit Over 40 with Coach Clarence. Clarence Ferguson is a seasoned loan officer, fitness expert, personal chef, and entrepreneur who leads a revolution of men and women like you who want to live their best life going into middle age. Join us next time for more inspiring dialogue, challenging topics, and industry leaders offering tips and how-tos to improve your life right here on StarWorldWideNetworks.com and wherever you get your podcasts.